Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Two Average Brown Bros podcast. I'm your host, Brashank. And I am your host, Andres. And today is June 14, 2021. Andres, how are you, man? I am doing great, man. Uh, it's been, it was a pretty good week last week. Uh, I had a pretty fun time with friends. As you know, that's my birthday week. So spend it some time with friends, celebrating, eating delicious Mexican cake and tacos and all of that. Um, but now I feel older and I feel like my bones will start cracking. How about you, Rishang? How are you doing today? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. You know, it's another for us, I guess, at the time of the recording, it's another Friday. So enjoying the weekend. Um, I got not even Friday. We're recording on this Saturday this week because been a little bit busy here and there, we know. Um, but looking forward to this week's episode. It's a good one. Um, overall, I think it's been a pretty good week. It rained and in Regina, it rained pretty much all week. You know, it was we had so much rain and like lightning and thunderstorms. It was pretty nuts. Like some of the underpasses in the city of Regina actually flooded because oh, wow. I guess yeah, the sewers and like the storm collection things backed up. And some of the other passes actually flooded. And, like, you know, if you go on Twitter and, like, or even CBC Sask, you can look at the different photos that people have been posting. So, wow, that is that is wild that things like that happen nowadays and flooding. But yeah, no, it was also crazy over here when it came to rain. There was a lot of rain, also pretty strong. Yeah, it was much needed because then I don't know if you can tell, but these days, like, even today, you know, I went for a walk and it was so green outside, although, you know, trees were fully green, the grass was fully green, so the rain was definitely needed. Oh, absolutely. It is just, it is just something different, you know, and uh, I mean, you know, where sometimes the, you know, forest fires can happen, a good rain is a good, it's always something good. Exactly. So, Andres, what did you learn this week, man? What did I learn this week? Well, like I mentioned last week, you know, it was election time back home and I was pretty nervous because once I couldn't cast my vote internationally because I found out about the elections pretty late and then all the registry process was pretty complicated and I couldn't do it on time or I was not eligible to do it anyways at the time. You know, even though it's not the results that we all wanted, at least the um, the party uh, that the president is part of, they did not win the majority in uh, Congress, like in our Chamber of Representatives. So that makes me very happy because at least he will have to try even harder to do some of the stupid things that he's been doing. Um, And then our municipality also held local elections and it's a change of party, which we're very excited for. So, but besides elections and all of that, something that I learned about this week I definitely like I was uh looking a little bit more into the G7 because you know G7 was happening over uh in the UK in Cornwall so just keeping up with the news of what uh was happening over there and just you know it's nice to see that summits like that are like leaders decided to have it in person because it does convey that sense of like we're going back to a sense of normalcy so that was nice and then you know uh, the royal family, because it's in the UK, uh, being involved with it. Uh, the queen crack a joke or two, which is very funny to see that side of the queen. And then I personally love Angela Merkel. 
which is uh, she is a chancellor of Germany. Uh, I think the work that she's done and how she has helped Germany and like everything that she has done, at least from what I've read so far uh, for the past couple of like multiple years, she's been part of uh, Germany's government for a long time. It is quite impressive. Uh, and you know, I I like her her signature pose. Uh, but yeah, I learned a lot about G7 and I learned a lot about Germany and how they uh, have been, like how they are, like how they recover after the Cold War. How about you, Bishang? What What did you learn about this week? Um, as you know, you know, a couple of weeks ago, we talked about vaccines and with, you know, the second doses being available in the coming weeks, um, especially now with, you know, uh, the Public Health of Agen- Agency of Canada saying that you can mix and match vaccines if you got the AstraZeneca one because of the blood clots and concerns with that. I looked a little bit into, you know, deeper into how some of the vaccines are made and how they actually work within the body. And as you know, you know, we talked about in the past, in Canada, there's four main ones right now, the AstraZeneca, the Moderna, Pfizer, and the Johnson Johnson. Although Johnson Johnson is not fully under use in Canada, I think it's still going some trials, so they're still reviewing all those. But as far as I've learned, that the AstraZeneca is actually a viral vector, so the, it's actually a genetically modified virus that they inject in you. And then the Moderna one, Pfizer one, they're both RNA. So part of the virus genetic code is in the vaccine. And then the Johnson Johnson one, of course, not really in use right now, but it uses a viral vector, which honestly, I'll be honest, I didn't look that deep into it, um, mainly because we don't have that in use right now. But I will look that up for future episodes and I'll, you know, research what that actually means. Uh, I can tell you it's the same as AstraZeneca. Both of them are viral vectors, so they operate the same. Okay, so genetically modified viruses. Yep, they're basically the same. Right. Okay, that makes sense. But first, (laughs) and maybe you can answer this too. But how come for AstraZeneca you need two doses, but Johnson Johnson you only need one? It would be based on the on the medical ingredients that they will have. So kind of like the vector that and uh, the genetics that each vector is releasing into, uh, that would be the reason why AstraZeneca is recommending two doses and why uh, Johnson & Johnson just recommends one. It's just based on the on the viral capacity that they're rejecting. It's kind of right. like, you know, like uh, when, when we were kids and you're getting vaccines, there's vaccines that you only need to get one shot, but then there's other vaccines that you might need to get uh, you know your first boot, like your first vaccine, and then you get a reinforcement like three or four months after, and then you need to get a booster a year after. Uh, right. It it's operate it, it kind of like the same way. It's just like depending on kind of like how the immune system works. Oh, okay, that makes sense. See, look at that. I'm learning something new from this podcast and you itself. There you go. Four years in college can come to <laughs> can come to fruition right now. Exactly. And then the storage lengths, you know, like the AstraZeneca, you can leave into uh, in two to eight degrees Celsius for si- up to six months. Um, of course, these, you know, these researches from a while ago, I need to go look at the more updated ones. But um, so Moderna can be has to be in storage from minus 25 to minus 15 Celsius for up to seven months. And the Pfizer one, which has to be in pretty much like, you know, minus 60 to minus 80 degrees Celsius for up to six months. It was pretty cool. You know, I'm not a scientist by any means. I'm just an 
engineer, not even a full fledged engineer yet, but reading into, you know, the virus and the COVID vaccines are pretty cool. I definitely want to do a little bit more research on it because, you know, there's so much to learn on there, but definitely it was really cool reading into the different vaccines and how it was made. And absolutely. It is very interesting. And like sometimes that's why I, you know, I kind of wish I did a little bit more studying biology and, you know, chemistry and all that in university, which you you really can't, you know, once you focus on one thing, you're pretty much, unless, you know, you switch transfer to another college, you're pretty much stuck with whatever you decide. So, you know, having been an engineer, I really couldn't take any other biology, chemistry um, courses even, you know, maybe elective here and there, but nothing too deep. But, mm-hmm. you know, like both my, both my parents, they're into the health, they're in health and they work with like COVID data in Saskatchewan. So it's like, you know, listening to them talk and, you know, even you teaching me right now, it's like super cool. So who knows, maybe I'll do a little bit more research and be a biologist. You never know. You know, people change from time to time. So you will be welcome in the science world. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, so for this this week episode, I know it's it is you know first of all happy Pride Month for all those that celebrate and even that don't celebrate, but you know they're an ally that want to help people in their community and their French friend group. You know, happy Pride Month. You know, it's a it's a month of love almost. <laughs> Absolutely, no happy Pride to everyone. Honestly, uh, the way I see it, it is just uh, it is a month full of. It is like I, it's a lot to encompass within just one month, I would say. But a lot of it is just celebrating where uh, where we are at when it comes to the two S LGBTQ plus community, uh, recognizing and acknowledging all the work that has been done through the like the decades in order for people to not only be recognized certain rights, but in order to be accepted by society. And it has, um, with that, and they are seeing where we are right now, it is just that celebration of where we are, people being able to express uh, who they are, not saying that all the work has been done. There's lots of work that, that work that needs continue to be doing, but it is just this one big month that we are able to celebrate uh, everything that the community has accomplished, but also, once again, like making it educational and making it uh, to raise awareness about some of the issues that we still need to, uh, we still are facing from people that are part of the uh, of the community. Absolutely. And, you know, some of the things that I hear sometimes is like, why do we need to have a whole month for this? Or like, you know, why can't it be every day? But it's like when you see marginalized people, people that are discriminated against, there needs to be some kind of focus on them for a long time. And obviously, you know, you work towards that being an everyday thing, you know, back in the day, you couldn't, you know, be part of those minority communities because you were heavily marginalized. But to bring that to the forefront and focus, it's a big thing, like not even just for Pride Month, but even like, you know, Black History Month or like other different months or days that you have for focus for marginalized and oppressed people like i think it's a great thing you know like you can't to me it's never a bad thing because you're because a lot of people they you know they're not aware of the situations either because they were raised a certain way or they you know they've been sheltered all their lives whether that's externally or internally it's like some people just don't know better so to bring something so important to not just like you know just us in the local community but 
around the world. It, you know, we're 7 billion, you know, almost 8 billion in the next 10, 20 years strong. And we need to be there as much as we can for every single person. Uh, exactly. And like you said, it's just like when you are part of a minority, it is just any exposure that you can get, anything to raise those issues and making sure that everyone is understanding and just fighting and all of that. That's why, uh, that's why that this like this celebrations and this uh, things need to happen. It is just, uh, you know, when you're part of that minority, you will want to be heard. And it is like, even though it's not only celebrating or like bringing awareness during the month of June, uh it is it's just like throughout the entire year we should be doing that but right now like it is the month that you know globally most most communities around the world uh will celebrate uh will celebrate pride and also it's summer so yep best time to have have everything that encompasses pride <laughs> yep and i think that's one of the biggest things you know for me being an ally it's not just like making your like you know making our voice heard, but making sure the marginalized people's voices are heard as well, right? And in the last 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years, we've achieved so much, but still a lot of other countries around the world, they look down upon the pride, you know, and the LGBT community. And we don't want that because at the end of the day, we're all human and it it's sad. And it's not just for, you know, LG, the LGBT community, it's for a lot of other, you know minorities but like we said earlier this is pride month and we're going to focus on pride for this episode and like you know it's about making sure people feel represented and i know like that's not always possible that wherever you go there's going to be a minority right but at the same time and you know in a democratic world of course the majority rules but at the same time you still want you know you want people to feel important you want people to feel like they're respected from everyone you know like you know whether it's because you're a people of color in a white you know quote-unquote white very white like community or you're part of the lgbt community in a pretty like you know one of those very strict religious countries like i think everyone wants their voice heard everyone wants to you know make sure they're their true selves like you know we it's never it, it never feels good to be shut down when you feel a certain way so like say I feel really strong about something. I want to be out there and expressing my opinions instead of people, you know, saying, no, you can't do that. Or, you know, it's illegal to do that. Mm, absolutely. That's the biggest thing. It's just uh, people, people just want to be heard. Pride is just, it is a great month for, uh, for the community and just, you know, being part of it. Of course, these years keeps on looking a little bit different uh, because, you know, we're still navigating a pandemic, but, with that, you know, it is, it's still like a lot of events are happening uh, either online or with social distancing and everything. And, you know, um, down in Regina, Pride Week was uh, at the beginning of June. And as of the time of recording on this, on Saturday, June 12, uh, now it is, uh, Pride is happening over here in Saskatoon. So definitely thanks. we'll check out things that are coming up over here in the city and see what everything is about. Yep. And, you know, like as I was researching into Pride Month and stuff, like one of the things that stuck out to me was 
As of 2021, only 29 countries recognize and perform same-sex marriage, which is, like, that surprised me. I thought it was way higher than that, but, like, I'm not, I shouldn't say I'm totally surprised because, you know, like, the community is still marginalized quite a bit. So 29, you know, seems pretty right. And reading the, you know, list of countries, it's mostly first world countries for the most part, you know, where education and awareness is, you know, forefront and, like, human rights is at the forefront of everyone's mind. Yeah, it is. Uh, I think when it comes to that, a lot of it is just like people, um, people are recognizing their rights, people are more accepting of members of the community. But when it comes to the legality of it, that's where a lot of governments are still facing some challenges. And you know, there's a little bit more of backlash depending on which countries we're talking about, either because of religion, uh, either because of uh, the rules that they would decide to go but follow, and all of that. That's when a lot of that backlash, and that's why we don't see a, a higher number of that in terms of countries that recognize uh, same sex marriage, which I mean, if you ask me, everyone deserves the right to be with with who they feel, like either feel their partner is and who they want to be living with. Uh, I don't think people should be imposing things on others and deciding who should marry who. Uh, I'm completely fine with everyone just loving uh, whichever, because you know what? Uh, they're deciding, and like, I mean, they're, Choosing their partner is just kind of like a straight couple chooses their partner for their life. Same as people in the community choosing uh, who the partner would be for the rest of the life. Um, so, you know what? There's a lot of controversy when people <laughs> when people start invo- like involving what uh, what the law should be, uh, but also a lot of contradiction in which you know what other scriptures are saying about it. Yeah, and I think that's where my disappointment lies because it's like, you know, I understand the religious point of views, but at the same time, it's like, and, you know, this goes beyond just the LGBT and same-sex marriage stuff. It's like, yeah, like, I think that's that's a pity, I guess, where we see not just in the LGBT community, but like with so many things where people try to impose their opinions and their beliefs on other people. And you know what? I'm totally okay with like having a discussion, having, you know, banter, having whatever. But like when it comes down to forcing other people to do what they want, you know, like especially you see in like religious, whether it's religious countries or religious, like just religion itself, it's saying, oh, you can't do this because God doesn't allow it. But it's like, you know, religion is so old. Like there's so much, so much room for interpretation and like who's that one person back in the day that said, oh, you can't do this or you can't do this or you can only do this. Like I understand, you know, all religion has a set of laws and a set of rules. But when it comes down to people, like, you know, if God truly intended to love everyone and, you know, make sure everyone's happy, like you would have, like, you know, you would have thought that God would let you do whatever you want. You know, there shouldn't be rules. Like I know like that obviously that doesn't go into like, you can't just go harm, go out of your way and harm someone. Like, right? You can't just go out of the way and like push them down the stairs or like you know just stab someone. Like, you know, as an ex- extreme example. Mm-hmm. But it's like if and like it's same thing with like same sex marriage. It's like you know if it doesn't like and this is a lot more of a personal. Like, 
for me, I don't care who someone marries. Like, you know, if, if you want to marry someone, whether you do or either you don't, like, that's up to you. Like, you doing a certain way is not going to affect me personally. So, like, you know, it shouldn't, it's, like, I don't want to be that person and be like, no, you can't do this because it bothers me. Like, no, it doesn't. Like, you, as long as you're happy and you're not harming anyone else, by all means, go do what you want. Exactly. I mean, it's just like that point. It's just um, everyone trying to impose that movement. And it comes back to, well, and I would say people being and choosing to be ignorant. One thing is like, I understand uh, being sheltered, understand that you were not exposed to uh, to it, and but you're willing to learn afterwards. And I am, I appreciate and I thank people who want to learn more about the community and everything, the struggles that the community has gone through in order for it to be where it is at right now. But uh, nowadays, people like choose to be ignorant and choose to like in a certain way decide to display behaviors that uh, in my point of view, they're not acceptable. Like the other day, um, it was big on Instagram. Uh, this uh, this group, they were just painting, you know, it's Pride Month. So uh, a lot of the sidewalks, uh, a lot of the roads, uh, they get painted with like rainbow crosswalks or the transgender uh, flag crosswalk. Um, so they were doing that over here in Saskatoon on Broadway. And suddenly this, this man decides to confront them and argue them and telling them that what they were doing was wrong. And like people like were participating in that were like super peaceful and being like, okay, uh, we just gonna ask you to leave. Uh, if you're not gonna be involved in here or you're not gonna be like helping things out, um, we just ask you to leave. And the man just kept on going and saying like, it's wrong, this, this or that. And it was just disappointing to see that. It, it, well, first of all, it's 2021. These kind of behaviors, we expect that they were not happen. But also someone that is just constantly, like, in a certain way, being aggressive towards people that, honestly, they were pretty, like, calm. Like, they were not arguing with him, and they didn't want to get involved in that discussion. Uh, they were just asking someone to just step away. And it was just disappointing to see like someone was exhibiting that kind of behavior. Uh, but it was also nice to see on the other end that people were standing up against that, not only at the time, which I'm happy that people stood up at the time and confronted him there, but also like throughout social media, at least the people that I follow, uh, they were making this a thing, like making people aware that this happened, but also supporting, uh, supporting the movement. And like at least at least in Canada, honestly, like like things have been moving quite a lot. Uh, in a certain way, we are privileged to be where we are here. But then you hear stories from people across the world in which they're not able to express who they are because you know what? They sometimes face the worst uh, punishment, which is like they end up paying with their lives just for expressing themselves and. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's kind of like this it is upsetting and sad uh to hear that that is something that continues to happen in different parts of the world uh for someone that not being able to express who they truly are and having to pay uh pay with their lives mm -hmm. yep and i guess you know that you brought up such a good point that my you know my next question was how can we be the best allies possible you know whether we're part of the community or we're on the outside I think, you know, we, we never want to be the negative um, 
you know, we never want to be negative towards anyone. And especially with it being Pride Month, you know, like a lot of people always ask us, how can we help the LGBT community from the inside, whether it's from the inside or the outside? Like, you know, how can I be the best person I can be? I think one of the biggest thing is just, you know, being there for your friends who are part of the community, you know, whether it's going to protest when you, you know, I know like Canada, it's a little bit easier because we live in such a great country, but there are so many countries that are still so backwards and, you know, they don't recognize that com the LGBT community at all. And whether, you know, obviously like, you know, if you're in those countries, you can't fully openly protest, but there's so many ways to go about, you know, voicing your concern. And even in Canada, home here, they're still so marginalized. So there's so many ways, whether you go to a protest in front of the, legislative building or you know signing a petition like i know petitions i don't know i honestly you know question petitions overall i want to do a little bit more research on them but you know signing a petition here and there donating to you know the lgbt community in various means i think those are all amazing ways to be involved except i like you nailed it on terms of like just supporting like uh supporting like just supporting people that are part of the community and making sure that if you don't know something to not speak about it <laughs> in a certain way, you know, and this is goes beyond like the, I know we're concentrating on pride and the 2S LGBTQ community, but that goes to like in a certain way to any other culture and any other aspect is like, if you don't really know about it, don't, don't speak about it until either you do your research or you talk with someone who is part of it. So then you can make more of an informed, uh, an informed opinion. So I uh, want educating, asking questions. If you want to be more involved, then involving yourself with a community, uh, helping the organizations that are out there. You know, during Pride, get involved in those, uh, getting involved in events, supporting your friends, and you know, uh, it is hard for sometimes, like honestly, because of the way that things work in our society uh uh our society no shade <laughs> in a certain way but uh, everyone growing up more a little bit more on a heter uh, heteronormative situation which is you know for those who don't know what that may mean is just understanding that uh it is just assuming that the normal is straight and our world operates in that fashion uh, understanding like there's ways to not operate in such a mode so you know when something as simple as like instead of asking like you know if someone came and asked you like hey uh, do you have a girlfriend uh that is a, he a heteronormative behavior because you're assuming just because i'm a man i'm my partner is going to be from the opposite sex so you know how to change that as simple as like hey uh do you have a significant other or do you have a partner uh you're not putting gender you're not putting sex to uh, to like who you're significant other might be and you leave the uh you leave the question open and you just don't put the person in a situation a very awkward uh situation at times in which they have then to explain themselves that oh sorry i don't have a girlfriend i actually uh i actually like boys or uh i actually don't like any like i'm oh i i like both you know so it opens up that conversation so analyzing a little bit of our behaviors when it comes to that and you're supporting your friends because sometimes you never know. Uh, it, it, it might have been tough for them. It might have been challenging. You know, uh, they might still be exploring themselves. 
So just be there as a support. I think that's the best way to be an ally is just supporting, uh, supporting the people that are part of that community. Yep. And, you know, another thing I wanted to point out was as much as we love talking, we can't research first of all we can't research every single detail you know there's so much to cover and eventually that's a whole that's a goal of our podcast to you know research everything but in you know when we bring up topics for the first time it's just to open up the conversation right just to raise awareness and educate people on the basics and then if you know if we get more interest and we want to learn more which we definitely do we'll bring it up into future episodes and so, you know, the first thing is don't be ignorant. And that's with anything, not just Pride Month, but like especially Pride Month. Don't be ignorant of your personal situation with your friends, right? Like just because you've been so close friends with someone for 10 years doesn't mean you know them fully. And you know what? People change over time. So, you know, say your friend wants to come out and to you, be supportive of them. You know, don't just like be like, oh, you're just joking. Don't like shake off their feelings and emotions because you know what? They might actually be in a, in a like you know in a serious place where they want to come talk to you because they trust you. And if you just brush them aside, you know that they're not gonna ever trust you again. Um, yeah. So like, analyze your situation, right? Like, especially in the twenty first century, where like it's not easy, like completely easy. Like I'm not like I'm privileged enough to say like you know my life is pretty easy, but like they have such a hard life, whether it's coming out or you know opening up to their parents, to their friends, like you know everyone goes through hard feelings so definitely validate their feelings and be them for them be there for them when they come to you like don't just you know joke around like i know sometimes it's okay to joke around but like sometimes when people actually come to you make sure you're actually listening and hearing to what they say like and don't try to say that your life is hard too because you know as, like for me personally as a straight male I am so privileged compared to some of the other people that i know in my life that have gone through much harder times whether it's you know coming out to the community to their families to their you know friends it's like i can never truly feel what they're going through so like don't try to relate to them just try to listen to what they're actually saying and empathize sympathize with them exactly i think that's the best way just no one will ever understand whichever whatever someone is going through and i think you put it perfectly just support them be empathetic towards them and just be a nut person that they can actually rely on. And I think they will truly appreciate that a lot, uh, a lot, a lot more. Um, because if someone decides to actually come to you uh, to talk about something like this, it's because they, like, they feel that they can trust you. So uh, trying to put yourself in that situation or trying to compare situations is not going to help the situation. And if anything, will it will retract uh, it will retract you from from that from that person. And just like I said, like just keeping yourself informed and just going about how things are and little changes here and there uh, do that they do play a big difference for certain people. So but like you know when we talk about like when I said like about asking significant others, other little things is like not assuming anyone's gender, gender and sex are very complicated things. Uh, sex being the biological part of us uh it is very complicated it is not as simple as like they teach it to you like x and y uh, there's a lot of many genes involved with that and it, like how people uh develop and you can actually uh there's a category of intersex that it's very wide and varied depending on 
on your chromosome com like configuration. And then with gender, we all now know gender is a gender construct as many other things in our life. So just don't, uh, don't go assuming people's sex or assuming people's gender just because of the way they present themselves. And if someone tells you what their pronouns are, just it's not for you to decide which pronouns are going to be using. If they let you know they go by certain pronouns, go ahead and use those pronouns. Don't don't try to question it. Don't try to argue it or don't try to impose your beliefs on them on what their journals, uh, their pronouns uh, should be. So that's that's another way of like how people can be an ally is respecting people's decisions and not not really uh, in a certain way, putting any judgment into it, because once you put some judgment into it, then it becomes it becomes more about you, and it's not really about you. It's about the person going through it. Yeah, and to add on to that, it's always you know always better to ask question and you know not know the answer than being ignorant and thinking you know everything. And that goes with everything, but especially Pride Month when you know like even for me, I'm still learning so much and like there's so many terms that I personally don't know that I'm, I'm still learning. So like, you know, I'd rather learn and from my friends or, you know, online, of course, reliable sources, um, just learn in general, then, you know, randomly talk to someone and assume everything about them or like assume stuff. Like, you know, I, I'd rather seem dumb and not knowing than just being ignorant and assuming everything. So I guess before anything, just learn, you know, learn about yourself, learn about your friends, about your family, and then go beyond that. It, like, like you nailed it on the head when you said, "Don't like validate their feelings, like recognize their suffering and pain is real." Just because you can't see it and you can't feel it doesn't mean it doesn't exist, right? It's still there for so many people around the world and so many countries that are, you know, very hard on the LGBT community because you know that's just how their country has been formed over time and even you know we we always joke about how it's the 21st century and things should change but like obviously that's not going to change overnight you know like change comes over months years decades you know it takes a long time and the only way we'll get there faster is if we're all more compassionate and understanding and help out those in need absolutely and when it comes to that also like i know we've been talking a lot of kind of like how to be an ally how someone that identifies as straight uh can like getting themselves involved with the 2s lgbtq community but also uh, i just want to say like from as someone part of a community it is also one uh from our end acknowledging the privilege that we are in at the time like it's 2021 and a lot of what we're able to do now out and about, uh, we have to thank it and recognize that it took a lot of people and a lot of courage and bravery from people in the past to get us where we are at the time. So as members of the community acknowledging and recognizing all the work that has been able to put in there, but at the same time within that community, recognizing that some still face certain challenges uh, and that different people within the community still have more privilege over others uh, either because of their sexuality, there's also in a certain way privilege within the way that you choose to identify yourself or, you know, because uh, it is very complex. Like, you know, when it comes to when it comes to your skin color, when it comes to your ethnicity, when it comes to your culture, there's many other things that give you privilege. So even as part of someone of the community acknowledging 
within the community what your privilege is. And if you do have quite a bit of it, helping and being part of that, uh, speaking out for those that uh, unfortunately do not have that much uh, in order to be able to express who they are, uh, rather than just tearing other people in the community down. Because unfortunately, that's something that we also see. And it's very sad. Uh, we're all in this together. So uh, there's no reason of why just tearing people apart. Uh, and especially during Pride, it is all about unity. It's all about community. It's a, a lot about celebrating. So let's embrace that spirit that we observe during Pride Month, uh, that we're all over and about. <laughs> and, you know, make that uh, the way that we choose to leave is like, like uniting the community and standing up for everyone. Just because uh, a lot of it, we also have to thank it to people from other communities, from people from other minorities that have stood up uh, for us. So I think uh, in a certain way, you know, as in order to thank and order to recognize and also be there for them, we need to stand up, uh, stand up with them. And I think, uh, at least from my perspective, it is something that one, we owe to them, but also in a certain way, in my mind, I've always been of the mentality of like, uh, minorities help minorities because we are able to understand each other even though we're not part of the same communities at time we're able to understand each other uh, a lot more just based a little bit on like, the struggles and challenges that we have faced yep and you know talking about struggles it is the five-year anniversary of the orlando pulse nightclub shooting and you know that's like you know we talk about gun violence all the time and you know there'll be a that's a heavy heavy topic that we'll probably say for another um episode but you know that was one of the biggest examples of the lgbt community being you know targeted specifically exactly i mean it was just like once again uh it is that special targeting and that people just like people were just minding their own business like if you don't want to be part of it there was no reason for that person to go over there but it is something that we're still dealing as a community, trying to process it, you know, how how people can react this way, how people are able to just behave that way in a certain, like, and like go to that level of like killing others just because of their sexuality. It is just, uh, it is mind boggling. And yeah, it is, it is very upsetting. It's a very sad event. We're here for everyone. Yep. And that's what we want to say. Like, you know, we, our episodes does get serious sometimes, but at the end of the day, we want to open up the conversation. We want to, you know, try to, you know, whether whether we ch change one person or, you know, thousands of people, which eventually that's our goal. But even if one person, you know, changes their behavior, not just when they're with other people, but even with them with themselves, like, you know, like whether it's correcting someone if they use a derogatory term or if they use a phrase, you know, when back in the day that was like whatever but now it's like you know you know so much better than than to use those certain phrases and i think we all know you know those phrases that you know what we we probably have used that in the past but as we grow and you know get older and we learn more i think that's where the test of humanity comes into play and you you get your shit together like to put it bluntly like you growing up does help you because then you're not as you know you're not childish you're not immature i mean most of us aren't mm -hmm. <laughs> But at the end of the day, I think, you know, it's just realizing that there's, when you have over 7 billion people in this world, you can't, first of all, you can't expect everyone to be the same way because that's just, you know, like, 
I know they say nothing's impossible, but that's probably one of the most impossible things. There's 7 billion plus characteristics living in this world. So like, you know, everyone has their own struggles. Everyone has their own um, battles that they're fighting. But when we notice major battles, like, you know, literally majority of the people of the world can go get married, but there are still so many people that aren't allowed to get married to who they want just because, oh, it's not politically correct or it's not religiously correct. You know, like there's still so much of a fight that we need to, fight through pretty much to you know make sure everyone has the same playing field same you know level of human rights exactly um so yeah i think it, you know what that's the goal for this week's episode you know we like we don't want to pressure anyone but at the same time we kind of do because it's like we're all human at the end of the day we all deserve to be loved and love people so you know be there for your friends be there for your family be there for yourself you know so and at the end of the day, we're all here for you. You know, let us know how you feel. Um, if you need help, if you need a safe space on this podcast, honestly, I like I, this might be um, this might sound conceited, but Andres and I are like some of the most like welcoming people that I know, just because we've met so many people from so many walks of life. Like you know, I I don't want to speak for Andres, but like we've both been senior RAs and we've met so many people through like you know their university phases, where for the first time a lot of people are learning to be independent, learning to live by themselves and going through the new changes in their lives. We've met so many people and it's been great because we've been taught so much. And, you know, if you don't feel safe somewhere, you're more than certain to, you're more than welcome to come on this podcast. And whether you just want to talk to us about it or you want to like express your feelings, we're all, we're here for it. Absolutely. We're such a, like, honestly, I would say we could, I consider ourselves a safe space for anyone so feel free to reach out to us if you just want to talk about someone or if you just want to talk. Uh, we are here for you. I actually, I do mean that. Uh, but other than that, let's just spread love, not only during June, but throughout the entire year. Let's spread some love. Let's spread appreciation for everyone. And you know, something that I was taught every single time since I was a kid is if you don't have anything positive to say, then keep your opinion to yourselves and don't spread negativity out there. Yes, exactly. And that, like, you know, going back to early in this episode, the biggest thing for me is if someone's out there just living their life and they're not hurting you, you know, they're not harming you, but they're just happy with whatever they're doing, just let them be, let them do that. Like you don't have to impose your opinions, your beliefs on them just because you want them to do what you think is right. Like what's right to you not may not be right to them, you know? And of course, this goes back to not harming anyone. Obviously, you know, we can all agree that going out of your way to harm someone is terrible and you shouldn't do that. But like, you know, if someone wants to love someone, if someone wants to get married to someone, let them do it. Their life is not going to affect you at all. Mm-hmm, absolutely. So at the end of the day, like we said, receive the love, send the love. I probably sound like Joey Tribbiani right now, but you know, like it's all <laughs> about giving and receiving and having and all that. So, you know, just love and be loved. Exactly. I think that's the best we can do. All right. So we'll wrap it up the episode for Pride Month there. Um, we'll definitely talk about it in future episodes, you know, where we go into the more details and um not just like of course we wanted to highlight for pride month but there's so many to- topics to talk within the lgbt community and we definitely want to bring it up in future episodes yep and uh with that also you know as like pride happens within your own city it happens within your country uh right now we're celebrating pride over here in saskatoon still you know we're living through a pandemic so uh be safe 
uh, follow local guidelines, uh, keep safe to you and for others. But if you do have the chance to celebrate and be part of Pride, I highly encourage everyone to be part of Pride because it is a good experience. Exactly. It's eye-opening. You know, even if you think you know everything, you're there's always a time and place to learn something. You know, like I did at the beginning of this episode when Andres taught me about vaccines, you can probably go to a Pride parade and learn something because you'll meet so many people from so many, you know, even within the LGBT communities, there's still so many minorities and marginalized people even with the community. So you know what, maybe you'll learn something on, on top of the things that you've already learned. Exactly, but I think we'll wrap it up over there and we'll move on to the last segment of our podcast. Um, I know you started last week, so I can probably go first this time. Okay, that's good. So this week I'm still, you know, the Euro started. Um, so there's been four games already at the time of this recording. Um, the last one being Belgium beating Russia 3-0. But there was a scary moment in the Denmark and Finland game when I think it was in the first half around the 40-30-some-minute mark where Christian Eriksen, one of the Denmark's, probably one of their, be- their better players, actually collapsed on the pitch. And it was really scary because, you know, I've watched soccer in the past where people have collapsed on their pitch and they haven't made it. And so when I was watching the game today and he kind of just like collapsed and, you know, he was getting CPR, it was really scary and tense because, I mean, they showed that happening, but they also showed his wife on camera crying, which is kind of, you know, shitty of them to do. It's like, you Mm -hmm. know, just have respect and just move the camera away or like go cut to break or something. But Thankfully, um, he is okay. He was at the hospital in the wake, and they resumed the game without him, of course. Like, I, who knows if he'll even play soccer again because it was really scary. But the fact that he's alive and doing well is, you know, that's amazing itself. So I'm still looking forward to the Euros. Um, I think the games have been amazing so far. Kind of, you know, all over the place, but for the most part, they've been pretty good. Um, I did start a pool with some of my friends where... You know, we all put in $20 and we made predictions and we'll find out in a month who wins. But for me, I have Belgium winning it all. So hopefully, you know, they started off strong 3-0 today. So we'll see how they do over the next month. That's about- a pretty interesting take on the Euros, Rishang. <laughs> Why? Do you have a different take? Uh, no, I don't watch a lot of football. Controversial opinion coming from a Mexican boy. <laughs> so, uh, But I don't know. Putting a lot of it. Up, I know Belgium has upping up their game uh, football-wise, but um, I don't know, putting Belgium as taking the Euro is quite a, quite a statement. I mean, you know, we're only four games in and so many of the big teams such as England, Portugal, France still haven't played, but, you know, I'm tied for second place so far. You know, I don't want to jinx <laughs> myself, knock on wood, you know, but started off strong, so let's keep that going. That That is completely fair. And yes, I do refer to it as football. I re- will refuse to refer to it as soccer. See, for me, I go back and forth depending on my audience. I think I like, you know, if it's North Americans, I'll be like soccer. But then if it's like, you know, my Asian friends, my European friends, I'll be like football because they'll actually understand what football means. <laughs> A little bit of shade thrown there, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Andres? What are you looking forward to this week? Uh, what am I looking forward for this week? Uh, well, I think foremost, just, you know, keep on figuring out the logistics of my move. It's just been a little bit stressful in that regards. But, you know, uh, taking it day by day. Uh, so packing some boxes from time to time. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. And then looking forward, honestly, to spending time with friends. Uh, 
uh, around the city just as I start wrapping up things a little bit more. Um, and then I'm also excited to work-wise. I've been on call for the past almost three weeks, so I'm excited to just get a break of it. Uh, if it, it can be a little bit heavy or it can just honestly just thinking about like having to hold a second phone the entire time but I'm excited that I get a little bit of a break now but other than that just keep on enjoying uh it sounds a little bit sad but keep on enjoying the last couple of weeks I have uh, I have in Saskatchewan for now uh and just making the most out of it hey as long as you come back and visit you know Saskatchewan I mean you've lived here for eight years now so it definitely has a special place in your heart i'm guessing so you'll definitely be back and a lot of your friends are here so you'll you know it's on to bigger and better things but you'll always have saskatchewan right i know uh yes i'll definitely come to visit it it is a trek to make it all the way there but i've been telling everyone you know what if you're visiting montreal you know one you may have you have a place to stay um and two you know there might be it, you. It might be a possibility, or it might be a good idea for you to take a trip out east and visit and visit Montreal. So, uh, kind of playing it both ways. Like I'll come visit eventually, but you should also come visit. Exactly. Alrighty, but that brings us to the end of our episode today. Thanks again, everyone, for tuning in and listening to us to talk. Uh, as you know. June is Pride Month, so that is what we were talking about. And once again, if you have any specific questions, uh, feel free to ask them. And once again, if we don't know the answer to them, we'll reach out to people that actually know the answer to those as uh, so they can guide you so that we can offer you the most proper information. But other than that, that is today's episode. Thank you again for tuning in. If you have any questions or everything related to that, you know where to reach us out, which Rishan will let you know also. Exactly. So as usual, you know, our Instagram and Twitter pages, the Two Average Brown Rose podcast, you can always reach out to us with any comments, concerns, questions, crybaby stuff, you know, just let us know and we'll either bring it up in the future episodes or we'll talk to you one on one and we'll figure it out. If you want to be on the podcast in the future, let us know. We're definitely down to post you and talk about whatever you want. I think in the next little bit, we'll definitely get some people on, talk about, you know, their lives and what they're looking forward to. You know, we would love to have people in future episodes because I love talking to people. I love talking myself. I love talking to people. So why not, right? Exactly. We love everyone. So let's wrap it up there for today. Thanks for listening again and reach out to us anytime you've got questions, comments, concerns, crybaby stuff. Let us know. Hit us up. And figure it out the rest sounds good and that bye see ya